Hello, folks. We have done it. 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you to each and every one of you who helped make that possible. And if you want to see if you've picked up that copy of Kill Team Octarius, um, then go over to our prize claim center on tabletop.com and have a wee look there and see if you are the lucky devil who's picked it up. Otherwise, this week we are going retro, checking out Terry Gillingham's Time Bandits, having a look at Blizzard Entertainment's Wrath of the Lich King. And in our Indie of the Week, we see what a community project has come up with for one of my favourite fantasy games ever, Confrontation. Sit back and relax as we take you through our week's worth of gaming news from across the industry, because the weekend starts here. Hello, everybody, and we have done it! Woo! Popcorn, champagne, explosions, 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Finally, it only took us 3,995 videos to get there. Got it! <laughs> My God. Oh, if you think the, the channel has been running, I want to say around the 12 year mark. Mm. Well, which channel? Well, we did get well, one that was blown up, so yeah. it's probably closer to the 10 mark. You know, what a terrible, went, terrible oh, shame. No, no channel for you, delete. Yeah, no. we, we got there, we did it, we have our 100,000 subs, um, which means one lucky winner will be picking up a copy of Kill Team Octarius. <laughs> so if you haven't before and you want to see whether or not you're the winner, come across to ontabletop.com, mm -hmm. go over to more, come down to claim a prize, and mm -hmm. in there, Will be a list of all our prizes and previous prize winners and if you yeah. are in there then you have won and congrats you well done and if you have one you fill out the form at the top of that mm. page get and in. for those for those who are joining us and if you were one of the last few welcome welcome to the channel if you are uh, one of the last on the hundred thousand you've just joined us later on um it is the madhouse this week because we do not have the johnson brothers do we no no we don't no. no i i don't even have my backup ben i can depend on for knowing what's happening no 50 percent 50 percent of the safety boys yep instead justin and free are joining me as we attempt to wind our way through a week's worth of hobby goodness and news from across the tabletop industry. And as always, we kick things off with the most important part of the week. Now yeah. we've given away prize. And that will be our Indie of the Week. And this week's yeah. Indie of the Week <laughs> is a bit of a different one. Um, so, as a bit of background, many, 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 many years ago, um, a French company called Rackham released the best fantasy miniatures of the time and to a large extent still uh, for mm -hmm. a game called Confrontation, which was a fantasy skirmish game on the world of Arclash or Arclash. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, they went the way of the dodo in about 2010, uh, which means people couldn't get the stuff anymore. And this was a crying shame, especially because the community was so big that they kept playing. Uh, they've still had tournaments running in Europe. Um, the game even got a 
3.5 edition sort of errata from the, the community. And they, they, they've kept plugging away for the last 10 years. They keep playing. They love the game to bits. But it's difficult to introduce new people to it because whenever you bought uh, any of the miniatures, it came with a little mini rulebook and the cards required for that character or unit in there so you could play. So a couple of the guys put together a uh, website and also some apps. And these are under the auspices of Confrontation Club. So that is our indie this week. Ooh. Essentially what they've done uh, is collate everything you need to play into phone apps. Now, we have tried to browbeat PCs to actually allow us to emulate this on screen, but alas, it will not. However, it's available on both the Apple App Store and the Google Play for Android users. Um, so it doesn't matter what your device is, you can lay your hands on it. Uh, it's all the rules, all the stats, and also an army builder. So it's a one-stop shop, so to speak, although it is completely free. Uh, it has been a labor of love for the guys uh, to allow them to put together something that will hopefully actually start to grow the community for yeah. a game that's been dead for over a decade, um, which is a feat in and of itself. Uh, if you are aware of confrontation, this is probably one for you. If I could make it work for me, I would definitely do it. They have asked for people to support them um, via donations. You can. But like I say, it's it's a free app, um, so it's not a requisite. Mm -hmm. However, if we have a little scroll across the uh, game itself, let me skip past that. So while we can't show you the app, we can show you quite a lot of what's in the app via the medium of this. So this shows you what they've put in here, which is not an unsubstantial bit of work uh, no. as they put together the the way they light the paths of destiny and the meanders of darkness. So there were three essentially factions, a light, a neutral, and a good. And then there were also some mercenaries, so Cadwallon, uh, which was a spun-off RPG um, with a range of mercenaries. And then the elementals could sort of pop in anywhere. Thank and, you. and they've built up the entire back catalogue. So if you want to start playing with things like the Kelp, Drunes, you can do that. Now, I have the old books um, and most of the old miniatures. And it's really nice to see somebody approaching this game that they've obviously loved and kept playing with for years. Yeah. Um, but not just doing the, the sort of the bare minimum because you could have just Excel spreadsheeted this yeah. uh, in double quick fashion or just stick it up as a PDF and away you go, but making it not only interactive, but also, I have to say, beautifully designed. Is a, is a really great way to go. I also mm -hmm. like the fact that they've gone in and went, here's how you play this particular faction and here are like the pros that. and cons behind it. So, <clears throat> you know, the Druins, evil, are a well-rounded faction. Um, they have an aggressive play style with some lasting power. I love reliable that. Troops, balanced magi magicians. They're musicians. They do mm -hmm. actually have some musicians. They've got some tambourine tamping Druids, actually. Uh, limited range of models, which limits options, though and they lack extreme strength or resilience to overcome specific opponents. And here you have the essentially the uh, army list. But within any of these, you can have a look. So there's Drac. I'm fairly certain Drac shouldn't be in a drone. 
<laughs> saying. But anyway, he is the living legend, not at all slain in any way, shape, or form. But you get the stats, uh, any relevant equipment, and you get to see the card sort of front gorgeous. and back, which they used to have. Obviously, on the app, you can get into that a bit easier. Mm, even if you builder on the app, yeah. Um, but you can see they've done a host of work. Yeah, it kind of it makes me kind of disappointed that I don't own all of the models. I think what's what's really great about this as well is especially considering it's an app and it's always going to be with you where you go. Considering that the game is is, is gone to rest, hmm. it's nice to go to one place to get all of the information you need on one game. Yeah. Because you're not otherwise you're going to be outsourcing different places in the internet. Try and make up your mind. At least you can go into one place, figure out what faction you like, why you like them, without having to hunt through lore and research. And start looking at your characters that way. And I think it's a really nice way. And you don't even have games that are released now that has something as intricate as this. Well, that's very true. Mm-hmm. One of the nice things with this is because it has all of the imagery of the characters you're playing, fine, you might not be able to get your hands on the model range all that easily. But because you can see them all, you can find like a Count Saz miniature. Mm-hmm. That yeah. looks like familiar to say, yes, to say this guy. So you're looking for like an Eastern-styled ogre oni type thing. Yep. You can go out and kind of hunt that down, especially with some of the three D, you know, printing stuff that's out there. Definitely. That's very true. We've seen quite a lot in various three D printings as the Chesney, um over the past sort of weeks and months that would fit yeah. various styles in here beautifully. Um, and that's very one of the things because even though there is a the goblins of uh, Nude Car is a relatively standard goblin outfit mm-hmm. and they have that weird quirky 90s feel to most of the goblins there's like a subset that are very eastern themed um mm-hmm. so you know you, you don't need find to find them. samurai and ninja goblins although if you can definitely do that yeah. especially yeah. the ninjas they were filth <laughs> just saying um but even beyond that if you have a look at the factions themselves i do that will this bring it up better here we go this may give people a better idea of what's sort of involved here. The artwork's gorgeous as well. Oh, gorgeous. Oh, the artwork's amazing. I, I have, um, apart from the RPG and the, mm-hmm. the rule book, I also have a, a couple of the, the catalogs they produced, which were just miniature oh, catalogs. Yeah. Because they were sprinkled with artwork and full, full painted miniatures throughout. But you can um, see the, the forces that are available and the things that you can do with confrontation so you have the lines of Alahan um, which are a human faction the Celts of the Sassar clan also barbarian-esque good guy Celts uh, humans Alkaline Griffins a bit more like uh, sort of the Empire lots of witch hunters and cannons and guns more so than the uh, the lions who are a bit more sort of stabby uh, less about killing people up with guns um, then you've Elves, so the Sinwall Elves, um, were a, a nice set of, of good guys who had some weird and wacky things like the Equanimous Warriors, who were almost ethereal. Um, wow. As they sort of floated in and out and came towards you, you couldn't stop them until they were right up in your face, cutting <laughs> off with a massive sword. <laughs> this, this, this company did one of my absolute favorite ranges of all time. Unfortunately, I came to gaming too late to actually be able to collect much or many of them. Really? The, yeah, the wolf faction. Right. 
Uh, the some of the best anthropomorphized wolves really? I've ever seen. Yeah. Werewolves like. Um, yeah, some of the, the wolfen of uh, Yulia, I think it is, mm-hmm. if memory serves. Oh, they're quite jackal-like, aren't they? Some of them are, um, some of them aren't. So, in fact, I wonder if I could do this. Ooh, Jerry's trying to do a clever. <gasps> I'm trying to do a clever because there is a delightful gentleman who many moons ago put together an index of all of the miniatures. So if uh, I bring this in here, nice. Uh, and this is just a case of here's everything they ever released, including some of the limited uh, <laughs> stuff. So what am I looking for? Wolf and wolf uh, and wolf. Wolf and of Yila. So I'm guessing down the bottom because it's alphabetical, up. yeah. Um, and split. Oh, that's what, great. Can you see? The oh, they're here? really different, aren't they? Oh yes. And some of the the sculpts, the poses. They're very unique. Absolutely gorgeous, and I wish I could have laid my hands on a lot more of them. Because I think I only have like one or two of them. No luck on eBay or anything anymore. No, oh, um, they're still on eBay. They are right. not cheap on eBay. No, I bet. Yeah, if, I'm, if you can I'm, find I'm them. willing to like remortgage my left kidney. Mm-hmm. Why did the game system just die? It wasn't the game system; it was the company itself uh, oh. fell over. So I mean, there mm. you can see some of the people. They're gorgeous, aren't they? Look, he's got Gail Bulg, uh, Spear. Look at that in your face. They're beautiful. And it was the, the intricate nature of the sculpts as well. Some were very static, the earlier ones, certainly. But then you've got things like this where he's balancing on the Nudachi, um, sort of waiting, stalking. That's the prowler, which makes sense. I think uh, that's the thing with werewolves at the moment. You tend to, when you put werewolves in stuff, you tend to get the generic same kind of werewolf look. Um, and this poses really, these are very different. Even with Games Workshop wolves equivalent, they're still very similar to other wolves. But these are. I feel like they have a full culture behind them rather than just, I am random Bob on the street. I got yeah. and all my clothes got tore. Yes, they've got, exactly. They've got the right uniform they're wearing. They have story and law behind them that built as a race as opposed to, yeah, I just bit someone and now I'm a <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was interesting because then the the evil version, the devourers, were much more heavily armored. The the wolfen were sh- uh, glass hammers, shock troops, whereas the uh, the evil ones were we're going well, we want to stick around for a bit longer. Mm. And uh, armor armor's a thing, you know, folks. You can wear armor. But that being said, uh, it's it's fantastic to see anybody, like you said, a company doing this you would go, that's extremely well done. Yep. Um, the fact that this is, I think this was two people. Amazing. Um, On the app together. as well. So Gil- Gilberto and, um, oh, I can't remember the, the other fellow's name. I'll try and find out and we'll stick it below in the, the show notes. But making this a resource that people can go in and can get involved uh, with a game that was, it was a, Beautifully set up set of rules for a skirmish game. You were never playing with tons of models. And because you weren't playing with more than a dozen sort of, if you were pushing 20, you were probably going a bit mad. But let's say you're playing sort of a dozen models aside, they could then delve into a more um, specific or tighter set of rules that, you know, brought in those mm. skirmish attributes that you would expect to see in a game like that it wasn't just a small game with a limited amount of of figures in it 
uh, they made use of it. Also, I suppose before we shuffle off, all of the magic is also on here. So the some of these are specific. So Misery Cord uh, is a griffin. Um, so she has that specific sort of, sort of vengeful angel, uh, but miracles, artifacts, and spells. So some were more nebulous and could be picked by multiple people. Other ones are tied to specific units or characters within it. But again, 100% everything you need. I think the only thing you might be missing is the randomization token. There's like a, a disc um, that was both a, an area effect template, but then it was like a two inch or two and a half inch. Thing. You can make your own token so quite yeah, easily, you, couldn't you? You make your own. I think that's probably the only thing that's going to be missing out of this. Um, also, because there was wound tracking in it, um, which obviously you would normally just throw little tokens on people to go, you know, they've got three wounds left or they've got two wounds or whatever it happens to be. Um, I haven't had a chance to get in to see whether or not the uh, the app and the army builder covers that, but it's possible that it may do some tracking for you. That's um, great. But I'd if it doesn't, it. at the very least, you can always stick a dice behind them. You know, it's not a major, major issue. Mm. But that is the uh, Confrontation Club's Indie of the week, um, and like to see a passion project like that. Yeah, I love, I love it when I see communities not let a game die because they love it so much. Yeah, it's, uh, it speaks not only to the quality of the community but the quality of the game as well. You yes, know, there, it there does. Been plenty of games that people loved, but when they went away, it, they dropped off a cliff and that was it. It was gone. Yeah. Um, the fact that they've kept going and they've still got tournaments, they've still got a gaming scene across Europe. That's brilliant. Hopefully this will attract new players who maybe can't afford the eBay prices but could pick up or maybe already have fantasy miniatures sitting at home and they're going, well, I could use things. I've got a ton of um, Wrath of Kings as well, mm-hmm. which yeah. had yeah. five factions in it. Um, now, Hadros is a bit wacky. Probably couldn't reuse Hadros in confrontation, but certainly um, House Nazir could go in in place of the griffins or the lions either um then you've got the the wolf and faction uh i can't remember what they were called and wolves and vampires in that one yeah but yeah th- there's enough stuff out there although that's another deadish game um but you can go and you can if you've got these bits and pieces sitting around and if you want to try a different game uh and a different way of playing with the miniatures you have then i heartily suggest people grabbing that and and giving it a go um, because it's it's fascinating. On their little website there, they also have a couple of places where there's like a Facebook group um, where they trade and sell miniatures. So you may be able to get your hands on some of the official ones if you're lucky. Um, and if not, then proxy models are the way to go. It's a 28 slash 32 mil um, figure range. So most of what you see out there will fit. Uh, two-player game, is it? Yeah. Well, it's it's a standard tabletop game. So it's written for two, but you could play it with more. Um, Hi. I get. Where's one of my wolfen? There's one of my wolfen. <laughs> Always in reach. Just reach out. Let's get the dust off. But there's a ogre from Heresy Labs. And oh, yeah. There's a wolfen. So size-wise, scale-wise, they're going to be quite close. Yeah. Um, also, there's a whole range of mercenary ogres from the Cadwallon faction as well. So if you've got ogres kicking around, whether from Kings of War or Heresy or Mordheim things like that, they can all be refactored into it as well. So you just need to uh, see what you have and what you want to play and get stuck in. 
But, Sometimes I think, Jerry, you have a bag of folding just off screen and you just reach into the pocket universe to grab what you need. Yeah, I can't reach the ogre. The ogre's on like third shelf up there at the moment, so I can't reach them. No, see, the thing is, is Jerry's just got Inspector Gadget arms, so yeah, just yeah. go, go, Gadget arms every single time he needs them. But that is our Indie of the Week. Um, definitely go and check them out, folks. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think. And if you've got a batch of confrontation miniatures setting unloved, this is a great way to use them. And if you don't think you're going to use them, email me. Or me. I'll, I'll have them. I volunteer. <laughs> I will take them off your hands. But anyway, we're going to take a quick swish. And when we come back, it's time for the news. Coming to you from the center of Northwestern Europe. Covering board games, war games, card games, and all that shit you love. It's the Muck News. <laughs> all right, so we are back with the news. All the news that's fit to print. Or in this case, throw at you digitally. And because it is Spooky-tober, as they tell me. spooky favor. Spooky-tober. We're going to kick things off this week with something from Raging Heroes. And their latest Heroes Infinite range uh so this is their stl and patreon for whatever they feel like on whatever given month of the the year it is and uh they've gone for a grim fairy tale feel for october laying into the whole whimsy of uh everything and these are not the disney-esque versions of characters that you may have seen before See, this, this is something no one ever thinks about is the old Disney stories, the actual original like fairy tales from Grimm. Horrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were terrific. Oh, yeah. I mean, these, uh, they, I think there was a kind of a witch that was embedded in a tree. Is that the, uh... oh, it was a bit. The, she's carrying a tree with her. She's just oh, a, go, she's a humble apple salesman. Just beautiful. Just straight. Oh, it's really no. nice seeing them do something a little bit more whimsy since we've been seeing all the goods and stuff. Yeah. It's nice to see something really different and looking at, at this because it works. It looks great. Two versions of Snow White. There are two versions of Snow White and two versions of Alice, or in this case, mm. Bad Bad Alice. Oh, she's, um, she's not happy. So the alternate sculpts, if you will, are only available for Heroes Infinite backers. So if yeah. you're a patron backer, you'll get everything except those. Um, you can transfer across. There's no price difference. It's just you'll be moving from Patreon ah. to their own platform. Um, although, you know, if you want to get some extra miniatures out of it, probably a good way to go. Enough that of one. The, the giant the spider. spider. The giant spider witch with all the mushrooms. Oh, that cold. So all of my notes. Mushroom. Oh, my. And the tooth fairies. Yeah. Just cute. That terrain's gorgeous as well, isn't it? I love their terrain. I really liked their um, the Greek terrain. Mm. With you, uh... the centerpieces they do are spectacular in and of themselves. If I stop mm. that there, is that, I mean, that's you, Baba Yaga's hut. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, it's a walking chicken. Yep. yep. But they also have a range of terrain in here. So enough of that motion sickness inducing video. As it scrolls around, <laughs> have a look at the actual doohickeys mm. in here. Uh, so as you can see, we have things like uh, the old witch and the old witch in a not old witch form. Um, and as you can see, these are, while very identifiable, uh, they have their own unique twist on them. There's mm. our uh, humble fruit salesman. Will nobody buy her apples? 
Her back is I bent. Mean, I, I think she moonlights as a rat catcher. Yeah, if she stood up straight, she'd look like one of those people that sell watches. She's just keeping, she's keeping the rats away from the delicious uh, oh. royal gala apples there that she's selling. She moves from yeah. place to place. I would love to see somebody paint all of the um, miniatures in that marbly effect that they do, that kind of porcelain. We've talked about this before. Been, so um, a few people have tried it, but they haven't managed to get it yet. We have a marble tutorial on site, though, that would be a very, very cool marble effect to do on this. Things mm. one that did years ago. Well, I mean, you can you probably get just, um, well, you can get porcelain resin. So mm. presumably you'll be able to get it for 3D printers as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it would just be a case of blocking in the other colors. But it's very striking. I do like how it looks. Apart from the foot version, there is also a Jabberwocky, which comes without Evil Queen on back. So you can't just get the massive... Um, Beastie. I was trying to remember some of the words from Jabberwocky, but it's been so long. It's like smiling is the Grimble Toad and stuff like that. You know, anyway, uh, it it is a ridiculous model with. It's huge. There we go. If you imagine that's a thirty-two mil figure on it. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Uh, then you've got the unusual bladed teeth affair there. Well, if you did want to print a Jabberwocky puppy, you could always print it smaller. Yep. I quite like how it doubles back on itself as well. Yeah, that's nice. Simply because I reckon that means it fits on a, you probably get that on a 75 mil square base. You mm-hmm. use it as a Titan in Kings of War. Nice. Because big dragons are great, but putting a big dragon on a tabletop is sometimes difficult. So at least this one has the common decency to make itself as tight and compact yeah, as possible. <laughs> um, we also have I things love like those. the card soldiers. They're fabulous. The They're brilliant, aren't they? Have we look at the card soldiers and then we'll go down and have a look at the big full-on strip of everything. I like how the the symbol in the middle is kind of protruding a little bit. It's not a flat. Yeah. If you look on the one on the left, you can see it's poking out. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's the blades uh, on the spears that they're also the spade. It's very nice. Yeah. It's yeah. a nice little subtle detail. And you've got relief on it, so you you don't have to uh, be a, a fantastic painter to get the mm. detail to show. Yeah, I also think they'd be really amusing just to put down on a forty k table and use as custard marines <laughs> with their big pointy gold helmets on them. Yes, just yeah. to watch the forty k fanboys freak. <laughs> well, a demon of Zinch is possibly having fun that day. Oh no, I, I think they'd just, just be standard custard marines. I really love these; they're a lot of fun, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're hilarious. I'll go down and I'll find the big one. Here we go. So these are the two Heroes Infinite versions. So a little bit different from the regular. She says I mean, she's a I witch huntress, but I have questions about whether or not she is a witch huntress. Or I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, honestly, why, why does she have one of the hands that's strapped to her in the, the, the old spot, Live Long and Prosper? Oh, yes. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's to stop questions. the casting. Any questions? That's okay, beautiful. That, that, oh, I have to say, that is a late white rabbit. Bad bunny. Yeah. Bad, bad Alice, yeah. Halloween games. You could add these in so easily. 
imagine doing something like Seven TV with these, doing like a horror version of those stories in the Seven TV universe. Dear God, that would be good. And then we play the beginning game. Oh, this game! I like this game. So Prince Mother Funston, charming, <laughs> who comes on both feet and uh, a mounted version as well, mm-hmm. which is nice if you want to. It's something they've done ever since the the beginning of uh, Raging Heroes. You'd often get Red the Riding uh, Hood. Oh, Jesus, that's nice. that's my favourite, the Red Riding Hood one. Yeah, but look at Puss in Boots. Oh, that Puss in Boots is beautiful. He is he is having a bad day. A human has tried to give him a bath. Yeah, no, that's ex- oh. Mad Hat's nice. He's not as scary as the rest of the Mad Hat, yeah, but you know, he's still pretty it's, good. It's, it's, it's not meant to be scary. He's a, he's a delightful, delightful young man who just wants to have a tea party. Bluebeard. Yeah, Bluebeard's an unusual one. That is a random one to say. Hmm. All of the teeth on the cloak. That's an odd addition. Well, clearly Bluebeard runs the uh, Tooth Fairy protection racket. Uh-huh. Of Because these Tooth Fairies don't seem to wait for things to uh, appear beneath the pillow. But go out and harvest them themselves. Yeah. Another angle oh. on that Jabberwock. Oh, so good. And that's the, the unmounted version. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. We have yeah. Prince Charming once again. Prince F and Charming. That's a gorgeous steed as well. It is lovely. The mane on it, that wolf is beautiful. This was one I couldn't work out. Texture? Well, that's Clock? that's what I couldn't work out if there's texture on it, or if they've painted the render to look like there's texture on it. Because it looks flocked, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, if you look at the the edges of it, you can see it's like a smooth line. So maybe, maybe not. To print it on an FDM, you get texture all you want. Then <laughs> these are cute. Yeah, but that that spider is just my arachnophobia is just going. Nope, all of my nope. Goodbye. It's oh, spider, it's beautiful. just a delightful witch woman. Don't worry about it. <laughs> buy an apple. Come over here and buy yeah. my apples. This is just okay. the fantasy version of the um, Wild Wild West tree. Yep, see, been here. Oh, yeah. So, even if it's 90% spider, it's still 90% of my no. Yes. That's cute. I really love these. Again, if you don't want... They're little goblins or little witches. They look very goblin-like, but... Uh, it depends. It's up to you. Yeah, I guess. What so. you want them to be. Look how happy this little chappy on the front is. Oh, I know. Which one? That one? The one leaping oh, off stabbing somebody? Below him. Yeah, he's having a good day. Yeah. He's just out chilling with maybe a bottle of Buckfast. <laughs> I have to say, all of them seem to be enjoying themselves. Yeah, they do. They it's really, really do. Some kind uh, of horrendous fantasy jungle gym. Oh, I love these. But then we obviously have the trips. So we've seen the cards, but there's also tooth fairies and even a, a set of fungi. I love uh, those. Just there for Warren, presumably. Yeah. I imagine they add those in on a regular basis. That centerpiece, though, that's a gorgeous thing. It's stunning. It's nice that they used the feet. Mm-hmm. Baba Yaga's feet. Really I, super cool. I imagine you could carve this up into various bits as well. So if you didn't want or have the capacity to print the whole thing in one kit and caboodle. I mean, just printing off the main structure would be in a really nice yeah. witch's house. Excellent yeah, for Moonstone. With chicken feet That's and bluebird. Separate component to me. And all the little pumpkins that are in there around it as well are cool. Yeah, mm. well, it is spooky-tober. Yeah. yeah. It is the, the spoopy season. 
Because mm. reason to be spooky. I love those little mushroom men. Oh, they're so cool. I mean, I've I guess they've had enough of people munching on them, so they're coming to munch other people and bring the horrible, you know, visions to life. Always pays to be very particular about what you're doing when you're in a cave or <laughs> uh, or walking through a dark forest because the mushroom yeah, you stand on may be a friend. Yeah, uh, the locals as well. Mm. Oh, they're, they're, I love that the pliers and the the, the yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty cutesy grim, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as somebody once asked Terry Pratchett, what does the tooth fairy do with all those teeth? We know now Bluebeard sews them into the coat he's wearing. <laughs> For reasons? Yes. Is, yeah, is well, a tooth I mean, particularly good at stopping sword points and, and balls? I don't know. No, no, it, it, it's it's a summer collection. <laughs> Then they also know as evil dwarves. Evil dwarves, both foot and mounted versions of evil dwarves. Uh, so, if people are looking to run some abyssals or chaos dwarves, then that's a good way of doing it. No I'm centaurs, bit, but boars. I'm a bit sad that we didn't see the physical sleepy dopey uh, transition yeah, over. Yeah, they're, they're all grumpy because they're dwarves. <laughs> or, or furious, perhaps. <laughs> Even ah, on zombie boards. If I get right, I say right to the bottom. Here we go. And here's the tool. Ah, broken done. down. So, so this isn't the centerpiece, but they have a whole creepy forest and also some sort of uh, dungeony-like maze. So you can I go full that. Alice. Oh, you could go full on like labyrinth with That's this. Amazing, yep. including a variety of topiary. Don't Those see much topiary. You don't see much topiary. That's an Alice in Wonderland influence, isn't it? Yeah. Because, I mean, if that's what you can fire out with it, I mean, how yeah. quickly can you print that? A couple of days, uh, done, dusted. <laughs> no. no. That's impressive. It's good. I like the maze. Yeah. I will say it's very easy to get out of the maze, though, because you can see. Yeah, I know. It's an aerial vision. Some form of periscope may be required. Make you Who's first person that is- it. Is that the wolf at the back? You can see how big the wolf is um, in comparison when you print. Well, uh, yeah, there. the wolf's there, yeah. and the, the apple seller is there just in front of the back corner maze on the left-hand side. Just over there here. Ah, yeah. yeah. I confused her for a shrub. A shrubbery. <laughs> she's, she's also lurking outside as well, <laughs> as is he. So twins. Or who knows? Like, they could have they could have cut a bush like it. Who knows? <laughs> I, mean, I would love to do a gaming table with this stuff. This is stunning. This is beautiful. I love the maze. It's mm. it's certainly a different take on Halloween. Yeah. Um, because obviously we'll see a lot of pumpkins, we'll see a lot of uh undead and things like that kicking around. But I think the fact that they've decided to run with the fairy tale uh, aesthetic. Yeah, it's a really nice way to go, and a bit different. It's yeah, nice to it. see grim fairy tales come up, isn't it? Rather than a oh, yeah. mystical horror, mm. very, very much so. Yeah, I mean there is a wealth of stuff in there. If people are interested, they should definitely check them out, uh, either on Patreon or over on their own Heroes Infinite page. If you want mm-hmm. to pick up those uh, alternate sculpts, I suppose of yeah. Alice and Snow White. Next up, some more. Undead. Some more undead. We're sticking to fantasy. We are sticking to fantasy. So 
We did know that this was coming soon, but I had no idea that it was going to be this soon. So World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King is now available as board game um, and players can journey through Azeroth and come head to head against loads of armies, the Lich King, but on a tabletop in the new board game from Z-Man. But using a familiar system, which we all know and love very well, and that's the pandemic system. So players head into World of Warcraft and it's the official release. So this has been a collaboration with Blizzard. So the pandemic system has been used and it's incorporated frames to make the universe come alive. So the board is huge, if you can see that. Mm. Um, Players who are familiar with World of Warcraft will be comfortable because they make their way through forts and temples and backgrounds and look at iconic locations in Azeroth. So it doesn't just stop at the world. You do meet uh, characters along the way too. Uh, mm-hmm. in highly detailed plastic minis. So you've got Thrall, the Warchief of the Horde, um, and characters like Banshee Queen of the Forsaken throughout so too. Yeah. So instead of hunting and stopping the spread of pandemic and a disease, you're going to attempt to take down the Lich King through a series of quests um, where players need to travel far and wide to take down mm-hmm. monsters, destroy the relics, and explore Northrend. So cards are the main mechanic. Of the game, so your hero cards will provide you like different ways of defending yourself against enemies, and um, they give you more equipment upgrades and moving across the land and potions to restore hit points as well. So, if you are interested in expanding World of Warcraft onto the tabletop, as I said, this is an official release and a collaboration mm. between Z Man and Blizzard, and it is really the most I'd say personally, this was probably the most popular expansion of World of Warcraft as well. And you do yeah. have to give it a go. I'd personally be interested to see how this translates over onto a board, let alone it keeping the themes mm-hmm. of Border Warfare. So maybe we're going to see the Pandaren one day as well, but it's quite cool to see where this is heading. It's interesting that they decided to just go with Northrend. Yeah. Uh, which does mean that you have to stay out of the Border Tundra because it was just dull as dishwater. I don't mind it being taken over by a zombie horde. <laughs> but oh. with the, the three continents they had at that stage i thought would have been more sensible or made more more of an interesting game and more expansive game if they had yeah. all the continents you could, um, because it, it seems relatively constricted i mean yeah you've got the four zones there and ice crown citadel sitting in the center um i've never played pandemic so i don't know how much replayability you'll get on a small board like that i've seen obviously the pandemic legacy versions where they're playing across the the whole globe and it seems like there's more places to go to and to try and um cleanse i suppose yeah Um, so so here here it's a bit it's a bit tight in but then i suppose that lends to it that it's also a much faster game to play than the the legacy one you're you're sort of firing out in an hour or so so i think that's what's really nice about it because it's because it's obviously had to trim down a lot as you know world of warcraft is Mm. huge and it's obviously going to have to trim down a lot and i think by using a game system that's already familiar to a lot of people it is going to make it further you're going to have to find like for like equivalent aren't you um because it's a game that's already played out and you're going to need okay so what can this be if we put a world of warcraft theme onto it but it seems to have um changed for the better as it were um certainly a fantasy aspect it's a new way of playing pandemic you're not stopping the fight of a disease you're going for quests and it's uh it's certainly different but you've still got that side in so i'd be interested to see where this is going to go yeah. and yeah what happens next fascinating stuff one to five players don't play horde horde or filth <laughs> just saying just don't <laughs> just, you know that's no ifs no buts 
Nope. Filth. Board filth. <laughs> um, moving on, uh, but delving back into October and the main theme of the month that most people seem to lend to it these days, mm. i.e. the greenskin Orktober, Cromlech have been uh, smashing their way into the month with their range of stuff for the greenest of all months. Uh, starting with the Godbuster Mega Stomper. Now, it did have an amazing, amazing uh, theme tune and video that went with it, including lyrics so you could sing along. Yes. Limited edition, limited to 100. I think wow. they may be at that or near to it at the moment. So it, it's been out for a week by the time you see this. So if you oh, hurry, hurry. are after one of these, you probably need to jump over there immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have a hefty price tag on it, but it is close to half a meter tall. Wow. So it, I think it's about 47 centimeters. It smoked as well, didn't it? Or was that just it? Oh. They're smoked because they copied me and my awesome smoke yeah. machine idea <laughs> in a stomper. I did it first and my eyes light up. They've just had to paint theirs. <laughs> I love this thing. Yeah. Even if, even if the big guy's gone. Or outside of your budget, there is plenty of other oh, that's goodness for the rest of the month anyway. Um, so some bits and pieces in here are solely for the month of October. Others will be available long after. In this case, the Mega Clanker, who comes with that massive drum fed. It looks like a Lehman Russ battle tank cannon. It does, though. It looks like a battle cannon they've stripped off a tank. and Those shells are not particularly small in that drum mag. No. That's oh. what I love about this stuff. All of the orc stuff here, part of October, looks like it's been banged about with a hammer, mm. stuck on like that, and orcs have just pieced it together to create a mammoth weapon. It's gorgeous. It's, it's, it's what the orcs are best at, is just mm. scrapping stuff together. Scrap, scrap, you know, there, there's, I think the backstory is there's like some genetic memory, if it's the 40k ones, where they, they just, you know, some of them were born, no one had to scrap stuff together. Great <laughs> boys made them. Uh, interesting thing with this, the pistons, so it's a resin kit, but if you put the short and long pistons around the other way, it will extend that claw arm in another direction. Mm-hmm. So even though it's technically a monopose resin kit, there is some variation to be made from them, which is quite mm. cute. Uh, apart from the big machines, you also require an orc to make sure they run. And Oops. so they have MacBoss Dread Smasher. Uh, who comes with a choice of, again, arms, I think, on this one. So he doesn't have to have the drone-controlling hand puppet. Like mm-hmm. his, what was that the Nintendo Power Glove? <laughs> I think is what he's currently that using. That or uh, Iron Man's prototype. Or Iron Man's prototype, sure. yeah. Yeah. Um, so he can have a pistol instead, and the claw can be replaced with, uh, I believe, an axe hand instead. Uh, but again, beautiful-looking figure. Very orky and massively huge. Like he's got uh, a three-size toaster? toaster on his yeah. shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Nice. You never know when you're going to be hungry in a bowel. I like the siren. The siren on the shoulder is a nice one. Yeah. Coming into battle and you're just, woo-woo. It's great. So he backs well, I mean, up slowly if, towards you. If he needs you. the boys to get over to help him fight, he just turns that on and she's like, the boss wants us. <laughs> Speaking of boys. Uh, oh. These are the ones in question. There's the little grunts. I like the fact that somebody's decided to pumpkinfy that uh, face, mm-hmm. presumably for October. Yeah. Um, why not? But my favourite of all is the pogoing <laughs> guy on the jackhammer. 
Yes. I'm not entirely certain he can see what he's doing or where he's firing, <laughs> but never let that stand in the way of you know, of it's having a good time. Oh, going around on a jackhammer. You do you, as they say. The, good, the guy on the right-hand side there, he looks like he's having a good day. He doesn't look like he belongs with these guys. He looks very happy. <laughs> it's just like... Him, I have the right spanner. I'm not getting eaten today. He just looks like employee of the month over there, bless him. I, I imagine it's because he's either just found the spanner for the bolt in his hand, or he's just found the <laughs> bolt it? for the spanner that he's been holding right with. Either way, everything's coming up Millhouse. <laughs> uh, they are not the only goblins. There's also... A pair, so one with a boss pole, yeah, and uh, another drone controller, lovely. Because he also has a couple of drones on hand to supplement uh, their power on the tabletop, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Oh, drones. Yep, the happiest of all drones. Mm-hmm. It's a pumpkin that's also waving. Hello. Oh. <laughs> yeah, or a high five. Yep. You know, it wants to give someone a high five in the face and then in go the boom. face. Yeah, but that is a good way of doing it. So the scrap drone and a cannon. I oh. love the way they've done the cannon. Hoover <laughs> at the back to just vacuum up the goblins and shock them out there. I was gonna say the hand there is brilliant. Mm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that boss is like a weird boy. Hmm? Oh yeah. If you want to do the boss as a weird boy along with this. I think there, yeah. there is a weird boy that has uh, a cannon like this. Well, there's a shock attack gun, but that's just that's a mech ah. boy piece of kit. Oh, you you ah, literally funnel in the you funnel in the grots in one end. They get fired through a warp projection and appear inside the armor of your opponent. Nice. And yeah, you know how so to annoy Primaris good. Marines. <laughs> that fill, their, fill their armor with grots who have just gone <laughs> mad from being fired through the warp. None of them are coming out of that line. Very hungry and just going, oh, there's a heart here. Ooh, oh, second. Oh. Yep. Um, sort of rounding off the vehicles, nice. there's the Blitzbike Squadron. Uh, they can be bought separately as well, and they come with um, hand weapons. So you can either have both hands on the uh, the handlebars, or you can give them a melee weapon that they can use to lash out as they go past. Two of them have got grot friends accompanying them acting as side gunners uh, and the other one has just decided to fill his pillion passenger seat with all the ammo and bombs um yeah. yes that i imagine will go very very well but, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a little penny can pull to just detach it and let it roll into the enemy as he peels off <laughs> yeah. almost undoubtedly so but it's a, it's our tech it has to work they believe yeah. it'll work mm-hmm. they're red so they're pretty fast and even nicer, more scrap. Yeah. Uh, so some, I love that. It says orc scrap barricades, but I can't imagine any orc wanting to hide behind a barricade. So, no. So I'm going to rename it a goblin scrap barricade, which yep. makes far more sense to me. Uh, but if you want to add a bit of terrain to your tabletop, I don't know if the meta still exists. I know the last time I looked at 40k, nobody fielded an army in a tournament without taking the defense line upgrade. It was just that powerful. So mm-hmm. having a defense line to match your army was always handy. Uh, but even if even if it hasn't, if it's shifted away from it, having some orky uh, bits and pieces to throw around the board, block mm-hmm. some line of sight, and to let people know exactly who lives here is always good. Yeah. And if you fancy buying some merch. Na-na-na-na. Na-na-na-na. 
they have caps, tote bags, t-shirts. Oh, I love them. Socks, yeah. Socks. So you two can have your very own Godbuster t-shirt. Maybe yeah. if you if you can't get your hands on the Godbuster mech, you can at least show people where your allegiances lie. Yep. And oh, I love them. The gnaw socks. They're great. This, re- this is clearly a Christmas grift. Why is it out in October? Oh, it's, you know, it's, it's a good in. time to do it for orcs. And besides, oh. if you want to get them, you probably have to order them now anyway. Yeah, you probably Give right. plenty of time to get them wrapped under a tree. Mm-hmm. But it, it, even up the street now, I'm going up the street and the Christmas stuff is out. It's October. Let me have spoopy season first. No. Let Halloween out the way. Not, not for the likes of you. <laughs> no socks. More like more socks. Am I right? <laughs> They're yeah, adorable. A, a whole host of things from Cromlech. Uh, this is not the complete list either. Uh, if you go across to Cromlech, you'll find that there are some things where if you buy the Mech Boy with his grots as a pack, you'll also get things like a gnaw bat and a few other little bits and pieces as exclusive models in some of the larger sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you are planning on picking a lot of them up anyway, it's worth having a look at what's in those packs because you may get yourself a extra mini or two for free. But otherwise, mm-hmm. Orktober, it's only got mm, three weeks left. Mm-hmm. So if you're green skin inclined and fancy doing something weird and wacky for your 40k table, then worth checking out what the guys at Cromlech are up to. Now, here's a blast from the past for all you kids in the audience, like myself, young at heart, if not actually (laughs) technically young anymore. (laughs) The Northumbrian Tin Soldier uh, Company have released, a long time ago they released these actually as time robbers, but they have now got the official license. So we have actual official Time Bandit models. If you're planning on recreating Terry Gillingham's fun-filled fantasy romp, mm-hmm. um, which has one of the most depressing endings I've ever seen in a kid's <laughs> film, then you two oh. can do it on the tabletop with the Time Bandits. So They're very sweet. The map. Yeah. Oh, the... What is the Time Bandits, Jerry? Time Bandits was a film. I'm uh, sorry, I'm 28. Yeah. I get that look when I say stuff. Sorry. Fil- film in the <laughs> mid 80s, where this kid, Kevin, who doesn't really like his life, he's kind of lives in a fantasy world, and mum and dad don't really care. And as he goes to bed one night, the Time Bandits, who have stolen a map of all the portals in I the universe from the Supreme Being, uh, who want to go on a heist, end up in his bedroom, and he gets sort of pulled along for the ride, um, and they make their way through time and space, attempting to steal whatever they can uh, in a not particularly great way, it has to be said. Later on, poor Og gets turned into a pig. Is Sean Connery in it? Sean Connery is in it. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> fact, there is Sean Connery. Uh, oh, okay, Agamemnon fighting the Minotaur. Uh, which actually I'm pretty sure used a real skull from a cow <laughs> as part of that hat. And that's, that stayed with me for years, it has to be said, <laughs> that image. Because it, it was like a human, oh, an, a big man, but then this rotting bone face on top of it. Yeah, nice. Spoilers uh, we, for ha- we have to run like a classic movie night for you three. Oh, please do. I would appreciate it. <laughs> We also have oh. accompanying them John Cleese as Robin Hood, 
because they meet a, a variety of heroes as they go through time and space. Yeah, they meet a few not so nice people as well, including um, <laughs> Napoleon. They stole an awful lot of stuff from Napoleon, but he quite liked them because they were all shorter than him. Played by Ian Holm, actually. So you know. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, oh, the the cast and crew is just. A, I remember John Cleese, and I remember Sean Connery. I distinctly remember Sean Connery, but it fuzzy. Well, yeah, you couldn't really mess out on him. And <laughs> half of half of Smith and Jones, Mel Smith played Winston, if memory serves. Although it has been a while, so you know if you're an ogre with a back problem, there you have it. <laughs> Rounding things out is the ultimate evil and his minions. So Benson, Robert, and Horseflesh. And in his hand, he's managed to get the uh, map to allow him to get control over the universe from the Supreme Being. Nice. Unfortunate. But an absolutely stunning set of miniatures. And if people haven't seen them before, and it's entirely possible, because they came out a, a little while ago, hopefully now the fact that they are officially licensed um, from handmade films, that uh, this will get the word out to more people. and. Uh, People of an age like myself will be able to pick up. Well, I actually already own them, but other people will be able to pick up the Time Bandits and relive their uh, their youth. Fantastic set of miniatures to get, mm-hmm. and I think something like Seven TV, where you could theoretically replay scenes from the film using the miniatures. That's cool. Would be a great way of doing it. So, you know, you can get on board and give that a go. Moving away from my youth before I get mm. mugged down nostalgically. <laughs> Oh, and over to board games. So Wiz Kids are announcing board games left, right and centre at the minute. But there's one in particular that kind of really did catch my eye. So everybody loves a good game of rummy, right? It's usually something that's taught by a grandparent. Mm-hmm. So I, it was something that me and my sister played growing up because, you know, we didn't have internet and, you know, imagination was the thing to do. So the newest announcement uh, from WizKids brings rummy into storytelling. So as Detective Rummy combines that classic card game with a storytelling experience set in the theme of noir mystery. So players are going to take on the role as detectives in the hope that they solve a crime, gain a bit of fame in the meantime, and just solve the crime, realistically. So each player is thrown into a setting of worry and mystery, setting off from the agency where they come from. And they'll get given a series of locations to hunt down some clues and eventually solve the case. So you can play in two different types of modes. So you can play through the campaign um, and go through each case after case, or you can play it standalone and go through whatever particular case you want to. So it would be a really, really nice one, a nice, fun and simple, especially if you know the mechanic, uh, which you do because it's rummy. Everyone does. If you want to say it's a nice one to play at your games night, it's going to be strange um one thing i was concerned about mostly about this game is i find a lot of mystery games they play out the same so i was worried that this yeah. would have a but there's cards in the deck that have game changer cards so it changes who the killer is and it changes different things on the way forward so although you're still using the same mechanic it's definitely got replayability there That's so good. It's really interesting way to translate such an old card game into a new one. Yeah. Um, but it's set to be released this November. Um, so you can pre-order it now online. Um, and there's quite a few FLGS stores as well that have it available. But it really Ooh. does look like a quite a nice way to incorporate something as simple as rummy into yeah. storytelling. Um, yeah. Seven cases then in the in the box. 
Do you know what I love about this? Is this is something that I could sit down with my sister and play. My sister's yeah. something who who knows how to play rummy. I grew up playing rummy with my sister, or or and I could sit down with her and say, "Oh, we already know how to play it." What do you mean you already know how to play it? Well, all you need to do is that, and we can go through the story. And she's already got that there. So it's stuff like that. It just allows more people to kind of connect to games without feeling overwhelmed of learning of a new mechanic. Yeah, quite interesting. It's it's a fascinating way of doing it. Certainly taking essentially a, a mainstay. Yeah. Um, of rainy Sunday afternoons uh, and childhoods, and yeah. and impo- and using that as the mechanics to play a game with, rather than having to go and learn a whole new system and go, I mm-hmm. want to play a noir style detective game, but I'll have to learn X, Y, or Z. Yeah. It's also I quite like the fact that they've decided to go with noir as well because I'm a big fan of. Yeah, genre, and there've been some terrific games or games. There've been some okay. terrific movies and books over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's interesting to see them approaching that and the Roaring Twenties. And you know, it's a nice never, setting. They'll never it. end. Thirties were twenties. And Jerry, Jerry, technically we're back in the Roaring Twenties. Oh yeah, yeah. Technically, we really are. That's why it never ended, Justin. That's always true. Where are we heading to after next? Well, uh, we're going to be taking a look at some GW to round out the news. Mm, I know people are shocked. There's something big coming this weekend, isn't there? There The pre-orders are coming for the Black Templar box set, Mm. uh, which will contain everything you need to play. Um, So this is, we imagine, the limited edition pre-order before the actual one, because it contains a wraparound cover of the classic third edition uh, box set front cover. It also contains 13 models, 12 of which are new. Mm-hmm. So you get yourself the new Emperor's Champion, the Marshal to lead them, and you also have a Crusader squad with four of our unarmored neophytes and yeah. five of the bigger uh, initiates and a Sword Brother to lead them all. So presumably then the Dreadnought, it's not a Dreadnought these days, is it? Because it's a Primaris variant. Yeah. yeah. Is, the, is the one that already exists. Um, but... Full transfer sheet, yep. book, and cards. So you've got your stratagems, you've got your uh, vows, which have been added in for the Templars and uh, all the relevant paraphernalia to get the Black Templars on the tabletop. Yes. Fascinating to see what way it's going to go. Um, they were rather cryptic when they announced it. Mm-hmm. In that yeah. They said it would always, or if you pre-ordered it, you would definitely get a copy, although you will get one. certain when. If you pre-order by a certain date, you will get your copy, but at some point. That yeah. was the kind of vague messaging that was put out. Um, so potentially then something like they've done with the Sisters of Battle in the past or Kill Team where they did a second print run. Yes, it's possible. But, but it meant you had to wait an extended period of time if you didn't get the initial batch. Mm-hmm. So interesting to see. Hey. I don't know how I feel about these armless minis, you know. I feel like they look a bit wrong. Does he not need it? Yeah, personal personal preference. Why has he got his arms out? The more I see this, the more underwhelmed I become. Because this really? is an army set. You get oh, 13 yeah, I'd be sent 13 models. You know, what, what's going on there? Work on the principle, at least some people may be able to get these fully painted, you know. But it, it's yeah, not, it's not many to get through. No, it's not an army in a box. If it's any help, like, it'll probably be the same price as most army sets. So, mm-hmm. yeah, does that make you feel any better? No, not really. No, <laughs> shame. No. And I don't know. It's just it's 
seeing the the complete set there, I don't know. The more I look at it, the less I'm I'm enjoying and liking it. I know John likes his Black Templar, but for this, it's a bit of a miss for me. Swing with that. Mm. Well, I imagine it will all be available separately. It's just just a case of how long, you know, whether because this 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 is pre-ordering, and then it'll arrive. I think this is going to be like the Sisters of Battle, where the pre-orders will be out in time for Christmas, but then the full release of the the Force won't come until next it'll, year. It'll I think that's how they did it with the Sisters when they they fired those out. It was a good three four months before. Was uh, it Indomitus people... that they did that with? Where they had loads, made a second one, and then yeah, yeah. they did it with Indominus. Yeah, but that was them combating scalpers. Mm. Very naughty people out there. People will still scalp for it simply because some people won't want to wait six, Mm. seven months for them. So yeah, yeah, they'll still be there anyway. Mm -hmm. If you're after your Black Templars and you don't mind the uh, lottery when it comes Mm. to when you'll receive it, then you can pre-order that from this weekend, which means. Up early, get in the queue, start hitting F5 and see how long it takes for their website to break. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> what, that it breaks or that you get through? That you get through. Mm. Uh, otherwise, if you're you're lucky, you'd probably be able to get it from store.tabletop.com. Or yeah. not. Who knows? Who knows how these things work? They tell us very little and we understand even less. But that is not the only news from GW this week. No. Which is Warhammer Plus. I'm not saying it's going fantastically well i'm not saying it's going fantastically badly but what i will say is two months after its launch if you subscribe you have a chance to win every citadel color product except the sprays so they're looking for subs and they're looking for subs quickly um, yeah you need to be subscribed by the end of the month to be in with mm-hmm. a chance to be in this uh, raffle You've got your paintbrushes, you've got every version, oh, contrast, layer, dry, air. We even have the, uh, what's, it's the new style. Handles, the new handles. Handles as handle. well. And, and the, the unusual the gorilla grip looking thing. And the painting stick for when people can't get a stick and blue tag. <laughs> Why not mm. pick up the Sidel color painting stick? Yeah. I mean, I kind of have to say, I don't think there's enough in Warhammer Plus to make it really worthwhile diving in on it yet. That's really? why I haven't signed up. There's not enough content there for me to sit and justify mm-hmm. you know, having that outlay every month. I mean, we've got this coming this week. So this is what's just gone on there. So new animation, yeah. more gone yeah. into the vault, battle report for the Stormcast Eternals. It's, 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 I mean, Stormcast are relatively new, so I presume they're giving out... Um, What's that? Masterclass? Is that painting tutorial, tutorial yeah. I presume? Uh, yeah. How to do gems. How to, how to paint gems. Always handy, especially for Eldar and mm-hmm. Elf players. I don't know. Be ah. it's, it's like we said at the time, though, if you're already playing 40k or um, Age of Sigmar and you're already mm-hmm. paying for the Army Builder app, mm-hmm. this is essentially the same price. Yeah. So it's whether mm-hmm. or not they can encourage other people to join in um, for the sake of the additional bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it needs more content once it's been out for a year i'll maybe look back at it and see yeah. what's there mm. well uh, yeah anyway so it, you've got until the end of the month to subscribe if you do want mm-hmm. to be into the win to get everything from the citadel color range so it's only until the 31st of october yeah. everything's happening in spooky season isn't it so apparently so and got, there's it, yeah. five winners for that as five well winners, so yeah. you know 
that, I can't imagine there's more than half a dozen or so people in it anyway. So yeah. chances are everybody who subscribed will get one. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but that rounds us up for the news. Uh, we're going to take a quick swish. And when we come yep. back, we'll be looking at some 3D printing. All right, so we are back with some 3D printing, which I'm led to believe is very much the coming thing for the kids. Yes, yes. And we are taking a look at Dragon Trapper's Lodge on my mini factory. Mm -hmm. So this is a whole host of things, um, mostly fantasy. Ooh. I'd say almost exclusively fantasy, but uh, with unusual twists, not just the fact that we've got what appears to be a pumpkin beholder and a headless horseman. Oh, they're all exciting and new for Halloween. Yeah. Oh. Is that a cat lady or a witch? Why not both? What I like about this headless horseman is that he's almost skeletal. So not the, the horse itself. So it's not, but it is. So you've got the muscular, but if you oh. go into the next pictures, you can see the spine and the ribs on the horses on the horse. Um, it's quite an interesting keep going i think it was uh yeah underneath the saddle and stuff yeah you can see, you can the, see ribs. the ribs coming through and Very you can see player. the uh spine and bits but it's uh it really and obviously it's got the the skull yeah. the face so it's a bit of a hybrid between dead and undead and fire I'm, I'm just thinking ghost rider if it was a horse yeah. why not he's ghost not rider, the, ghost. he's not the first ghost rider there were <laughs> others before him i'd have been a cowboy one Old West Ghost Rider. If anybody can remember the name of the cowboy one from the comic books, put it below. Because I know there was one. Um, oh, that's a beautiful beholder, isn't it? <laughs> that's that's that fun. That is very much October right there. Oh, uh, it's having a sleep. Oh, sleepy yeah, But is it, is it a trick or a treat if you take one of the baby pumpkins that it's trying to <laughs> Oh, I think very much a trick on that. <laughs> mm. Uh, That's got very cool. He's a happy guy, though, isn't he? It's, 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 yeah. it's petrifying as that is. He's quite smiley. Well, a couple of the, the little pumpkins look kind of sleepy. They do. They're just waking up. You, you say that, I say they're narrowing their eye as they beam somebody. Yeah, more like squinting at someone, yeah. They're uh, getting the drum lights to throw in the LEDs. It, it's the, I kill you. <laughs> you side eye anyway let's not get distracted by those for there's uh -huh. so much more to see oh well, there do, is do you want to have a look at that before we go delving in other places please oh there you go sarah answers your question neither a witch or a cat in actual a fact a succubus Could oh wings with the, wings the you know if you want to run a tiefling yeah you could do that that's very nice. That's gorgeous. I, ideal to use for Kings of War as well for the succubus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not an overdone succubus. Sometimes you see them and a succubus is just completely overdone. That's just nice. That's your uh, stereotypical sexy succubus. It's not. Mm. I'm good. I like the look on the face as well. Different. Yeah. yeah. Almost a wink, but pulls <laughs> it together. A smirk. And that's, an angel? Yeah, but look, that's quite clearly a fake halo and fake wings. <laughs> yeah. She's dressed up for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, it's a Halloween costume. That's great. 
Because sometimes you just need to piss off. <laughs> Angels who get far too up themselves on a regular basis, uh, I feel. Uh, it's, it's just wow. Hell of a boss. Hmm. Wow. That's quite the... Ooh. Hate, hate incarnate. Wow. That's huge. There's some detail in that, isn't there? Mm-hmm. I see vomit. I'm just looking in the on the kind of ribbon. Is that is it, the markings on the um across the wings? Yeah. yeah I think somebody's had like massive out. banners out strewn between tower and buildings for some sort of delightful festival, and he's just gone barreling down Main Street and tore them all down. I was going to say that, or someone's lost their kite, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of just like screw you and your parade. <laughs> There's some detail on that. Oh, that's beautiful. That's great. The outside of the wings have got more texture than the inside. Mm. And then that that exposed spine as well. Lovely work. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful dragon. Mm-hmm. I mean, seeing the chains on it, maybe he was chained up in the town square, and it was just they were having a celebration, going, "Yay, we caught him!" Oops. <laughs> There's some real different stuff in here, though, isn't it? It's oh, real very, unique. Very much so. <laughs> oh, oh, they're cute and beautiful. petrifying. For fans of Annabelle everywhere. <laughs> I you. A set of creepy dolls. And just so you know, if anybody is in a house where somebody collects these porcelain dolls, they are all murderers. They will kill you in your sleep one of these days. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, my missus's collection is still stateside. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 yeah oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to be murdered. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at the little crack in her head as well. That's a really nice, subtle... Oh, that's brilliant. It's where somebody tried to fend her off. (laughs) Are those there? Like a really old school doll. That's nice. Yeah. Individual cracks and the joinings, like you said. There's a, a big piece of the porcelain missing, as if she's hit herself with a hammer. I don't think she's hit herself with a hammer, but I do think somebody has hit her with that hammer. <laughs> and again, oh, failed to finish the, the job. My, very much failed to finish the job, yeah. Always. Taking any horror movie. Well, well or, or just in life in general. If there are porcelain dolls like that on a shelf in your house and you haven't just taken a hammer to them repeatedly, then you're running yourself to blame when they murder you in your sleep. <laughs> Which, once again, will you definitely happen. You invited it into your house. It was um. Yeah. Yep. Wow. We have a you have it buffalo. Yeah. See, you can yeah, use yeah. that for alternative things. You don't need to put something on him. No, you just have a, a set of cattle in your uh, mm. your games on the darkest continent. And this is something that comes up a lot in this particular um, collection from Dragon Trapper. There are several selections of, of miniatures that are sort of themed around various peoples so obviously there you see the african theme but there's also a native american looking thing and also mm-hmm. uh asian as well if memory serves nice let's skip on and see what we can find in fact we'll have a quick look at the lady on her feet <laughs> i'm just going to jump randomly to another page there's one in there's one on page eight that's caught my eye and i haven't clicked open yet okay and i'd love to look go and have a little look in a moment some beautiful detailing on this. You see on the arm from the, the outer thigh? Yeah. yeah. That, that's actually like ritual scarification that some tribes yeah. do. That's a gorgeous little detail to have. And also the uh, 
neck rings yes. as well to stretch the neck. Gorgeous. And a big python. And of course, the big python. Beautiful, look. What's on this page? Ooh, more dragony things. Ooh. That's, is that a turtle? It's an Asian style airship with like the <laughs> Oh, just seen my favorite bit from a Tom Cruise movie ever. Wasn't Look, it a unicorn that from? Uh, Legend. Was it Legend? Where where yeah. he's riding through and the thing dies in the swamp and it's a very heart-tugging <laughs> scene. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, your mount is dead. You're a terrible failure. Anyway. I adore this. That's gorgeous. 15 quid as well. Like, that's yeah. Beautiful. That's you nice. could use You could use the little lanterns. You know, the little thingy lanterns. Well, that's that's what I'm looking at. The fact yeah. that they've done the airship like a paper lantern, yeah, uh, for the balloons. Because generally, when you see things like this, they are more Hindenburgy and canvas and sealed, so yeah. they tend to be long sausage-like shapes. Whereas that very nice thematic piece, that design yeah. fits the ship. If that yeah. makes sense, it does. Yeah, you know, you've got the Oriental-looking barking dog on the back of it, the dragon on the prow, and then paper lanterns holding it aloft as you go yeah. looking for lightning. That's beautiful. That's very unique. Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. I want one, like, right now. There is so much interesting. There's so much in here, isn't there? What's oh. with the, the gamera with the shack on the back? The, the snapping the snapping turtle shack, by the way. That's one. Yeah, Launchback that's snapper. That's cool, isn't it? Very tasty. Oh, that's a nice snapping turtle. A lot that's of good eating on one of those. Oh, that's a very, that's lovely. That's mm. really nice. Can you imagine that walking across the battlefield, you Tell know? You what, it's more frightening than Baba Yaga's chicken hut. <laughs> it is, that's petrifying. So it's, a, it's a little more bitey. Mm. A little more snappy, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Oh, that's very cute. This they? is the oh. other, other thing that tends to crop up: little three-man groups of things, cutesy things, shall we yeah. say? Yeah. Um, these are not alone in here. I, I do like the fact they've got the anglerfish bulb to yeah. attract insects close to them. It's an unusual-looking <laughs> thing, isn't it? <laughs> that's yeah, very cool. I would drop this straight into the drowned earth. It's like a little wildling. It's brilliant. It looks so sweet. And I love the little lily pad it's standing on. Yeah, that's nice. I hadn't even noticed the lily pad. I'd just seen the texture on the ground and went, texture on the ground. (laughs) It's a lily pad or a pie. Depends what way you want to put (laughs) it. Just standing on my dinner. I mean, I guess in, in some fantasy worlds there are pests, and some of them are maybe small lizard creatures that just love standing on warm pie because they I, have cold. I will say it's more likely to be standing on a pie because <laughs> if you've never seen the woman attempt to stand on a giant lily pad, then you should stop the video. You're already on YouTube. Just go and Google that bit. Woman standing on lily pad. They are essentially a leaf sitting on the water. There's no structural integrity there. She went straight through. I wet yeah. myself. It's great. <laughs> yeah, they're bizarre. Oh, you say page eight. Page there is eight. a particular one in the top 
left corner of page eight that um, has certainly blown my mind. More weirdness. A little kitchen here. Have we jumped to there? Oh, they're great. Glork, frog, yes. Glork the flying frog. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'd say these smaller things potentially would work for some Burrows and Badgers esque game because they don't look like they're scaled for twenty eight mil. They look like they're scaled for real life. Mm-hmm. You know, where that is a piece of bamboo. Yes. That is a flying frog sort of sized creature with a, little, a with a glork on the back of it. It's like yeah. little bur- axolotl hybrid. Burrow wars. Burrower rowers. Whatever they are. Carrying a little obsidian blade. That's so cool, isn't it? I'm digging it. I'm loving the skin texture that he's worked in there. Too. Oh. It Look, it's those horrible naked cats that freak everybody out. Look at all their wrinkly bits. Little uh, Siamese cats. Uh, he wants one of those and I'm just like, no, bits. no, no. They are very wrinkly. It's, you're, you're cute and you're pet, but I don't want to touch you. They're <laughs> very cool. They'd be great familiars. Fantastic oh. familiars. That's about all the Egyptian hieroglyphs. Well, actually, they're on the floor, so lower glyphs. <laughs> creepy, creepy. I think they're like cats. a human. Yeah. Human in a suit. Ooh. Uh, almost up. There's Pidgey. These are just, uh, uh, just things you wouldn't think of. There you go. Top left on page eight. There you go. Uh, wow. Wow. What kind of draconic council? Oh, he's very grumpy, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Again, the way it wraps in and around itself with that massive tail makes a baseballer as well. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't want to even imagine getting a slap from that tail. No, you know that's what happens when you go and ask a dragon for wisdom. <laughs> don't interrupt me while I'm coming. It's <laughs> the ultimate. Which, uh, which the face. <laughs> There you go, oh. top left. I just, oh, right. Yeah, it was just, um, I, I looked into a bit of these. <laughs> and they're quite... Baby monsters. These were very, I mean, fair enough, the little horse with a beard, the unicorn with a beard, but I just, they're, they're kind of griffin, pigeon, hybrid. Hippogriff. Hippogriff. Pegasus, and even a beholder. They are so bizarre. They're great. <laughs> they are. That's great, isn't it? They are creepy on a whole other level of creepy. <laughs> He's a little beard. I mean, unicorn, That that's not too bad. No. But when you think about it, it's when you do hit the birds who are fluffier. Yeah, than the unicorn. Yeah. There we go. So there we like are. That. And, you know, we've seen, you've seen a hippogriff when it's fully grown up, but seeing it with its little cheeky feathers on it. Yeah, it, it looks like a budgie. It's like budgie pe- pigeon, isn't it? It's, it's well, yeah. You could paint it like a budgie if you want, or a chicken chick. Just I like, I like the two parallel feet are different. I like how you've got two at the front from the bird and two at the back from the unicorn. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, they're very strange in a good way. <laughs> they are bizarre in a, in a fab Where's way. Our dragon, there's our dragon. Aww. Well, hey. Has he got any teeth? He looks a bit gummy, he did. He's got some teeth. Well, look at the, no, the, the, yeah, the dragon. The dragon. Teething. Yeah, he looks gummy. 
Fantastic. There's a different. There we go. There's the other picture. Don't know why it wasn't showing me the other picture when I went forward uh, and back, yeah. deciding to jump around instead. Show me the one before that. Nah. <laughs> what about the one behind it? Nah. Nah. Whatever. You're just going to jump to wherever you want, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> My mini factory. Very the, cool. Cobras I love that jobs. the beholder in that is teething. Hmm. All he wants for Christmas is his two front teeth. Yeah. Oh, there's a wagon. Always like to see a good wagon. There's a lot of dinosaurs here as well, wasn't there? There are many dinosaurs. Good few dinosaurs. Oh, they're lovely. So barbarian. Mm. Weapons are even very highly detailed. Saber tooth skull. And it looks like he's lost his hand. Well, he knew the risks. He's got a buckler now, so he doesn't <laughs> yeah. need a hand. Oh, there you go. It don't worry, it grew back. <laughs> back that's, on. that's the options then. So you've got um axe, hand and a half, or possibly even a two handed mm-hmm. spear, massive maul, and uh some other more oh is that no, it's the same spear from the yeah from the top. Yeah. I love the maul. Oh, it's like yes. a meat tenderizer. Yeah, it's it's like a meat tenderizer. That's Oh, who's the little gecko warrior dude in the top left? <laughs> he looks like he's got a cap on. That's a little Could adventurer, no? Lizard hero folk, yep. Oh. Again, oh. that, the little, you know, elbow guards that are shells. That's great. Um, and a leaf tied to his head. Yes. Reminds me of um, making his way in the world for the first time to become a fully grown chameleon. It looks it, like um, Flick from Bugsy going out into the world with his little backpack. Oh, man. Some very cool lines here. It, it, what I find with these is these make you ask questions. There's questions about these miniatures. Why does he have that on his head? Why has he got, what's he been through? Where's he gone? Where's he going to go? And each of all these miniatures are so individually unique that they are very easy to make a story around. If you did want to embed them part of an RPG. Hmm. Here we have some of the Arabian range with desert something. I mean, the, the detail on that with the wrinkles and the, Quite scary. Baggy armskin. Bingo wings. Oh, yeah. Bingo wings on a desert lizard. (laughs) And he waves at people. It looked very nice, like you said the other week, Jerry, about the Felbies being uh, pale, a pale kind of that. It looked very nice in that way as well, with the white eyes or the pink skin, you know. Very impractical wings. Well, maybe fanning himself. It could just be that they've atrophied it. You know, it lives in the desert, it doesn't fly anywhere. No. And yeah, much like snakes. Yeah. Snakes Just more rarely trumpy. fly. Occasionally <laughs> you will find flying snakes. They're not fun. <laughs> I love Need that uh, scimitar, that one. Yeah, that's really nice. I imagine he's going up and for the head on that thing. And I don't think you're going to connect Reach. or survive. Just one poor strike throw, you're done. Yeah, this is a bad plan. Yeah, I do you know. He knows it's a bad plan. People have had Very. plans before. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Very cool. Did you say that he had a Patreon as well? No, I think everything's across here on my mini factory. 
Yeah. He may have a Patreon. If he does, I didn't find it. But <laughs> to be fair, I didn't look particularly hard. So. <laughs> gorgeous as well. The who? What? Huntress. Yeah, oh, oh. too late. I've moved away from there. Has he got his, his mouth showed sewed shut? That will hold it. Possibly. Find out in a moment. <laughs> That's just a ball of snake. Oh, all the ball, big ball of snake. No, yeah, no, no. Worse. He's he's got a mouthful of all the teeth. Oh. Yeah, needle teeth. He's another water one with look at his little seaweedy skin. Like, ah, aqua beholder. So once again, like an anglerfish with mm. all the spiky teeth. That's nice. It'd be nice to oh, do all gills. of the little bits on the outside, the little eyes out there as the anglerfish mm. uh, glowy thing. Glowy lure. Oh, glowy lure, yeah. I do like the fact these included the gills. How else yeah, that's nice. beholder survive in the depths? <laughs> It's nice that you. not all the eyes are pointed forward. There's two looking behind him just in case there's a rogue sneaking up on him. Mm. Clearly been here before. Ooh, I like that. Glade Mystic Deer. Oh. It's, it's a hell of a tail. It's like a kangaroo's tail on a deer. That is quite the tail on a deer. That's thicker than its thigh. Mm-hmm. That's stunning. That's stunning. Yeah. Oh, I can just imagine building some beautiful forest with these creatures. Mm-hmm. A magical forest. Oh wow! You two can oh, use it as a pack right animal. On. Let's see where that lives. No, you're not going to show me that. No, I that's the only picture we've got of it. Again, kind of reminds me of Master Splinter. He was a rat, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not a nine-tailed cat person, fox <laughs> thing. I know. Yeah, it's what those are. Hmm? Very. Very cool. That, yeah, there's your... I always think the Celestial Dragons are harder to do than the European ones. They're harder to pull off with the face because they have such a distinctly unusually dog-like face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also <laughs> working in that, that sense of motion. And I think this one nails it. Yeah, class. that's a classic Celestial Dragon, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And Look, what, he's got a celestial ball in his hand. Well, it's clearly a dragon ball, isn't it? Is that not the whole point of Dragon Ball? <laughs> <laughs> it does look a bit like an acorn. Who knows what dragons hide in their hoard? Mm-hmm. That looks like it's different. It does. Although it could just be the way I'm looking at it. But that no, it is. Yeah, his arms are at the front. Yeah. Wacky, wacky That's beautiful. Fun. Yeah. yeah, a a whole host of uh, of unusual think. fantasy pieces from Dragon Trapper's Lodge, mm. from the the very whimsical to the sort of standard D and D fair to your gods, and uh, and even some Halloween. Some a Halloween. lot of yeah, a lot of Halloween in between as well. I love the they, fact that they're they're allowing you to have all the options for the characters as well, so the different weapon loadouts. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, I would not say you could bar. magnetize it if that was your your bag, but these days your kids probably just print out fifteen versions. <laughs> Two, four, six. <laughs> and I have to paint fifteen versions. It's only six options. What's mm. that? Six times five times four times three times two times one. 
many options. All seems the like options. A, seems like a lot of options. I'm not not printing out or painting that many. Magnets, <laughs> magnets are the way to go. But definitely worth strolling over to my mini factory yeah. and taking a look at the Dragon Trapper's Lodge to see what's in there. Um, there's a whole ton of stuff that obviously we didn't touch on. There's pages we skipped past, but let us know what you find below. And then Justin will print it out and we'll go, ooh. I'm doing what though? See? But to round things out for this week's show, we're going to take a look at three fantastic Kickstarters that have mm-hmm. caught my eye. Did you win one of our prizes? Find out on our prize claim center over at ontabletop.com. Here we list all our previous prizes and those who have won. If you see your username, fill out the form to claim your prize. All prizes must be claimed within 30 days. So first up, we're going to stick with some fantasy, actually. And we're going to be taking a look at Midland Miniatures and their dwarf. So not the first ones that Midland have done. And a long, long time ago, I think we looked at their website as an end of the week. Mm-hmm. Right at the very start, I believe. Um, so... There will not be a ton of stretch goals in here. Um, it's not how Midland do it. They come up with a range, generally rather small, tight range, and then they run a very short Kickstarter uh, to fund it. But it's one of the reasons why, as an indie, we could only look at about two pages worth of stuff because they have hundreds of sculpts for fantasy players. If you are somebody who plays D&D with miniatures, uh, and you've not looked at Midland, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to say that now. Um, as you can see, everyone is a, a sort of little bespoke character for a specific class, and you've got male and female versions of each. So we have our rangers, our cleric, wizards, warriors, rogues, and monks. So... The six, I want to say the six standard classes for D&D before they go off book and start creating their own ones for no apparent reason. <laughs> Have vampire paladins and weird stuff. Yep. Um, as they say in their FAQ there, can you include a dwarven juggler? It's like, yep, they'll take suggestions. Won't find it in this. Um, <laughs> because the, the idea is to get in, get it funded and get out as quickly as possible. Yeah. As you can see, they've 34 created. Um, not their Previously, first rodeo. This is not their first rodeo. Nope. But in that time, uh, they've fulfilled all of them uh, to a large degree. In fact, Midland's Kickstarters never ask for much either. That one's only 600 as well. They only ask what? It's always a minimum. Yeah, six, and they 600 pounds, and they've smashed, smashed the back doors in, <laughs> as people say. Um, but. Just in case you haven't seen it, if you didn't see the uh, the end of the week, this is Midland's website. Wow. This is everything they've got. And these are not particularly small ranges when you get in there. Subdivided, subdivided again, and then in there, dozens of miniatures. So depending on what it is you're after, you may only find 12 boar-headed beastmen but then, you know, how many people need more than 12 with boar heads? Not to be confused with the round yeah. head or eagle heads or whatever <laughs> it happens to be. Um, the, what's that, 101 townsfolk. That's so cool. Yeah. That's great then. Just to have out on your table when you're on, they're brilliant for RPGs. Yeah. So, like I say, Midland Miniatures. Um, 
terrific models, metal. You won't find any um, STL files or anything here because it is uh, traditionally sculpted. But the care and attention they put into them uh, are absolutely stunning. And I would definitely pick up any of these um, for any of my games. Not RPGs, obviously. I have standards. But <laughs> a lot of skirmish games, tabletop games, I could definitely use the whole range of stuff that they've worked on. And because they are designed for sort of RPGs, they're all individuals, they're all characters, and they're all absolutely stunning. Yes. So well-funded and a week left on that one. So can you buy all of them or just one of them? Or what yeah, does you, the purchase look like? You can literally, you can go from a single so a single will cost you four quid. Uh, if you want to buy the whole kit and caboodle, you'll get the 12 for 30 pounds. So That's great. Reasonable. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very cheap indeed. Yeah. Um, and if you want a double set, you can do that as well. Oh, the metal. The metal oh, yeah. as well. Oh, Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, no, no messing around here. Proper models for proper people. Perfect. <laughs> uh, and once I got the taste for that, like hitting your first pint of Guinness at the end of the day, you start to get thirst on. Yeah. So at that point, I found myself the undead stuff for Red Moon oh. from Olympia. Yeah. Olympia. Models, um, which is a range of undead 28 mil figures. Again, old school, classically sculpted metal models. And a bit unusual because they're coming from a Italian company who specialize exclusively in large scale historical modelers. Um, so, you know, if you're after a 90 mil Viking or a member of the British army from Rourke's Drift or the Indian Mutiny uh, to sit as a display piece, that's there. Yeah. However, they've decided to do a range of 28 mil fantasy undead. Um, and I, for one, wholeheartedly approve Oh, these are great. And these are great. A very, very classic look to them as well. So they do. you've got that medieval Europe look. Um, this no fellow's lost one glove. <laughs> Pardon? No bat wings. No bat wings. If Lloyd was here, he'd be loving that. <laughs> but you also They're have brilliant. the crew for the catapult as well. So somebody with a massive hammer there to knock the uh, the chocks it's, out it's not going to get much weight beyond that without the muscle is it well no. that, that's yeah. why it needs the big head on it gravity <laughs> will do most of the work on that one foot on, foot on gravestone rock nice uh, which is just there for ten. as well which is a nice touch well once you've got somebody crewing your war machine you don't want them running off no <laughs> yeah, that's one way to do it Bloody skeletons. I raise a graveyard full, then they all run off somewhere else. I've got to resurrect a whole new pile of them. But I, I absolutely adore these. They're brilliant. They're well, like a, both for the yeah. look, you know, they're very much standard fare from most of my my childhood, but also yeah. I really like the fact that you can just have a, a set of these as a unit on the tabletop or to add into your dungeons. Mm. And there's, yeah. there's Barbarian Warzan as a skeleton, which I imagine <laughs> is how most of his adventures end. <laughs> Generally as he screams, tears the loincloth off and charges. Uh, That's where he ends. Uh, there you go, there he is. And there he is beforehand. <laughs> Look at that mullet on that poor mm. dead barbarian fella. Oh, I like the leader. 
Yeah, Lord Daraka. Dr- possibly. Draka? Draw. Dra- Draka. Does have yep. a skull shield. So Lordy won't I be liking that. Mm-hmm. He is on a bat wing sword. He's very um Vader like in undead form. Yeah, that is very Vader like. He has that feel. <laughs> He's also managed to get somebody to polish his stuff up, which is very good. Nice. Or it's magical and doesn't corrupt and rust. Yeah, maybe. Time will tell. Mm-hmm. I do love the, the trebuchet there. Or not trebuchet, some catapult. Orange. Yeah, just a catapult, we'll say. Yeah. I like o- the Oliver's got a crossbeam. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you need something to work there. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of them around. In fact, mm-hmm. you just rest the skeletons and go carry that. Bring that with you, son. We'll need that. <laughs> That's brilliant. And a white king with a brutal looking axe, butterfly on one side and big bearded lockaber on the other. Yes. Horrendously nice. Very, very nice. And foot on possibly head. Uh, Could be. Could be a tiny ball. Mm. Who knows? A little rosette. Mm. Whatever it is, it's just simply darling. It is. It really is. I'm absolutely fascinated to see what they they do with this. Obviously, Mm. they had a, a very low goal as well because they were a very small oh, yeah. range of stuff being done in metals. Um, but hopefully this is the start of something bigger from Olympia. Olympia. Uh, because I'd really like to see more, especially more undead, potentially cavalry or some more heavily armoured, uh, sticking with that sort of classic fantasy slash European uh, medieval look to them because they just look terrific to have stomping at you. And he would make a great uh, Victor Kruger for the Cursed <laughs> Company. So even if you're not using him to actually man your catapult, he's still a really nice leader figure. Yes. To be getting on in there. Character. And that catapult is gorgeous. Yeah. And I love you the can... fact that he's actually got the metal stakes coming out from the wheels <laughs> to actually hold it in position mm. when it fires. How much is it to get a whole undead army for everything that we're offering? The whole undead, I think, was around 90. Hang on, let me scroll it down. Maybe it wasn't, actually. Maybe I'm just calculating up my other thing. Oh, there you go. 49 for the whole that's army plus brilliant. catapult. So in UK, that's like 42. Mm-hmm. Yep, by 42 pounds. Oh, well, by 42 pounds in Northern Ireland, they'll be shipping on top of that because I'll be coming from Italy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you are in Great Britain, you'll be paying more. Mm-hmm. But at that price, you're not going to be paying a huge amount more. No, you will not. It's a terrific looking set of models. So if yeah. you're interested in picking up some undead to fight your dwarves that you've just ordered from Midland, then check out Olympia. Olympia. Um, and they're <laughs> undead metal miniatures for wargaming and collectibles. But we have one last Kickstarter to look at this week. Yeah. And this is... Beware of bears. Beware of bears, yeah. Please okay. beware of and bears. Sound advice. It is sound advice. It, it is always good to beware of bears because you never know when they're going to be coming at you as you make your way through the forest. 
See, this is the, this concept of this game I found amazing. So you are to get out, you are going to escape. That's the goal. So you're playing with others and you're competing to get out. But no matter what way, no matter what corner you turn, you're going to run into some danger. And you, along with your opponents, you all want to get out. So why not chuck a bit of danger their way and so you can get out first? But there's loads of different ways you can kind of protect yourself, cause a distraction and get the hell out. But it's... Uh, it seems like a lot of fun, uh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's little um, fun little card game where you can play with the family essentially in a very short amount of time, and all you need to do is find eight or lay eight cards for your path to get out. Um, and when you've got your eight, you're good to go. However, mm-hmm. as you play, your friends, family, fremenies will attempt to prevent you by slipping things into your uh, forest in front of you, mm-hmm. which could be bears. They can take a look. Maybe they'll just, maybe, maybe they're bluffing. Maybe they slide something in that you think might be a bear. So you avoid that card, mm-hmm. thus forcing you to pick something else from in front of you, which may be more likely to be a, a bear card to delay you. Um, but it's a, an interesting thing that it's been put together by um, a family. Probably based on the fact that one of their kids is very accident prone <laughs> and we'll, we'll, really? keep, we'll keep running into things or falling off stuff. Um, so whether it's falling off an electric scooter and fracturing both the wrists or getting stung by a Portuguese man of war. So one of the most um, venomous sea creatures you can possibly have the misfortune of getting hit by. Um, so whenever they were going hiking in a forest, and they seen a beware of bears sign. They decided, wouldn't it be funny if Mikey got <laughs> killed up by a bear? That would be hilarious. Think of all the other things that have befallen them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we came up with this, which shows off sort of uh, interesting bits and pieces from uh, wildlife parks. Uh, so you get that sort of nature brought into your house through the actual cards themselves. Yeah. But then you have these uh, various cards that you can use. So things like... Uh, trash or donuts to delay bears. Uh, so make your opponents flip forest cards as mm-hmm. they get attracted towards them. There's also the bear stare down. So one thing they've described this as is like Russian roulette, but with bears. Now, I'm not sure how you fit a bear in the chamber of a gun for Russian roulette, but yep. at that point, you just keep flipping cards um, until <laughs> things have gone horribly wrong between you and your, your Russian roulette bear stare down. Um, until somebody hits a bear and loses a life. At that point, it really is just a case of how lucky do you feel? Mm. Very simple mechanics. Bucket of lava, though. Why? (laughs) Because why not? Bucket of lava is a great way of getting rid of things. It really is. Just look at that Danish family's house on that island in the Canaries. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, that was bad. The bucket of lava definitely did that a job. Did, but not a bear in sight. Not a bear in sight, no. (laughs) Also, squirrel. Oh, wow. There is a lot of squirrels in this as well. I think this has the potential to be a real stabby, stabby game. Oh, yeah. Um, If if you want to go in and play a really nice one where you just want to find your exit, you know, you're going to want to screw over your friends and uh, screw over your family, and you're going to not want them to be aware of this. As, as quickly as humanly possible. Yes. Um, also, the the fact that it is just a little quick card game, you're going to be hammering through these in sort of, you know, 
45 minutes. Yeah. You're, you're in and out. You can play as many games as this as you want. Handy thing to have when you are hiking in a forest with your family. It is, yeah. You know, bring it with trip. you to play when you're tenting later on. Um, and <laughs> then obviously terrify the kids who are with you by thought that they may just get killed up by a bear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially if you're in a time. country that doesn't have bears. Don't let <laughs> yeah. them know that. Oh, no. Children need children need living on the edge. To be well, take take your kids out to the lake district over in England. It's just like Anna, but beware the bears. Mm. Yes. Beware the bears. Um the game itself is only twenty dollars. Although yeah. if you do pledge for some of the bigger things like the expansions, uh you can get yourself a cool Hawaiian shirt wearing polar bear. Yeah. Which is a lost bear. And I imagine if you find that along with its card in the deck. That's going to be particularly bad. <laughs> they are pushing through stretch goals like you wouldn't believe. And yeah, the next are. one up is a furry token pouch. Now, mm. I'm not sure what part of the bear would gift you Easy. a furry pouch. Easy. <laughs> Calm down. But if you are after... They are incredibly well-funded. They are incredibly, um, like I say, a simple concept, but one that has obviously attracted a lot of people. Um, mm. The game itself looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And with uh, 13 days left on it, you should be fairly, fairly happy jumping in on this one if you're interested in it. This isn't their first game. They they actually went on the American version of Dragon's Den, the Shark Tank, to pitch the first one. So they've already got form as a family um, for putting together and uh, also then delivering uh, a game. So everybody's involved there. And as you can see, the cards themselves look terrific. I think I, I think I'm correct in saying everything is done by somebody in the family up to including the kids have helped play test and write the That's rules Mum uh, and dad have done things like the graphic design and the layout and the artwork um so it's all self-contained and you know the family that plays together stays together isn't that what they say look, See, at, that, look at that bag that's a good bag there is a, what i love okay these mm-hmm. the kickstarters we've chosen this one is especially for me because i'm Boarding card gamer. Yeah. These are the kind of games that should be on Kickstarter. Yes. These are the. We don't need another Marvel game on Kickstarter from a big brand. These are the games that we need to find and discover and love because they need the funding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this isn't this isn't a company that are sitting there going, we've got five billion from a hedge fund, <laughs> but we don't want to spend any of our own money. So we're going to spend yours to do it instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so there's literally the family plus dogs oh. um, who who have put this game together. And like like all three you've said this week, um, they're very small Kickstarters and I spent quite a lot of time digging through Kickstarter to try and find small, even though that one's blown up massively. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it did start out when I found it last week as a little teeny tiny Kickstarter. So hopefully uh, people will see something that they want this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a sci-fi player, knuckle down, get some Dwarves and Undead and join the Fantasy Revolution. Go and download Confrontation. You can play both of those factions there. Enjoy yourself. Stop being around base misery. <laughs> play fantasy. Play fantasy. You know you want to. Mm-hmm. But that's us done for another week. It is. If you haven't gone across to On Tabletop, you should uh, sign up for our 30-day free backstage. And you can join us on the XLBS on Sunday, where we'll be talking about our own hobby. (laughs) While you're over there, check out the prize centre and see whether or not you were the lucky devil to pick up Kill Team Octarius for our 100,000 subs. (laughs) And we'll see you next Friday as we start to push towards what, 250,000? 
Is that our next button? Is that the, the milestone? I think so. We haven't yeah. got the first button yet. I'd make one out of, you know, 3D print as a button. We can't, we can't wait for can't wait it's for. It's in the post. Calm down. It's in the post. Yeah, you say that. YouTube, they're terrible slackers. But until next week, folks, bye-bye. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on.